I'm Jane Copier, and you're listening to Happy in the Middle, a podcast for Christian women who want to make the second half of life the best half. This podcast is all about helping women to reignite their spark and step into their divine power in order to create deep and connected relationships and also find that fulfillment and satisfaction they crave. So if you're ready to grow, join me and learn how you too can overcome guilt, resentment, disappointment, and enjoy the fruits of creating a life well lived. Let's go. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to day two of our mini five-day challenge. I appreciate you joining me. If you were with me yesterday, we talked about the importance of processing your emotions in order to stop feeling stuck. Hopefully you've printed out my free guide and taken some time to do the journaling exercise. If not, go back and listen to day one first and download the free guide, Overcoming Disappointment, a Christian mom's guide for thriving in the empty nest. The link is on my homepage at janecopier.com. It's J-A-N-E-C-O-P-I-E-R.com. By the way, did you hit that subscribe or follow button yet? If not, would you please do that now so you don't miss an episode? Today, we're going to talk about how to cope with loss by cultivating gratitude. The sense of loss that so many of us feel when the kids leave the nest can be excruciating. It's so painful. There is a grieving process to go through if this is a struggle for you. Now, it's not for everyone, right? There are a lot of women who hit this empty nest phase, and it doesn't seem to phase them as much. But if you're someone who is going through a sense of loss and a sense of floundering, not knowing what the next steps are, and you're feeling a lot of grief and mourning that phase of life that has passed, this is going to be very important for you. As we talked about yesterday, it's so important to allow yourself to feel that grief to process it and give ourselves grace as we go through it. You might have to process your emotions more than once, right? It may not happen overnight for you, but don't skip this step. When we stop fighting against that pain and we allow it to exist, we give it space to breathe in our body. That's where we gain some relief. And once you feel your grief dissipating, Then we need to shift our focus. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Gratitude is the best tool to do this. Gratitude is all about the little things. It's not always easy to feel grateful. I know for me, that's totally true, but it just takes a little bit of thought to generate feelings of gratitude. And it's a skill that we can develop. I love this quote by Melody Beatty. She says, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. So good. I'm going to share with you a story of when this really hit home for me Um, back in 2007, when the real estate market was, had crashed, I was out of a job literally overnight. I remember the listings I had, um, we had to drastically reduce. It seemed like we were, excuse me, dropping the price every $10,000, like almost every single day to try and get ahead of the drop. And my sellers were freaking out. Some were pulling their homes from the market and others were in so 
deep that they just let the banks take them back. The economy was bleak. I had a ton of credit card debt. I felt incredibly low. My husband and I weren't getting along. I was resentful. I was disappointed. I had completely forgotten to look for my blessings. My life had felt like a big disappointment. It seemed that there wasn't a lot of hope. I really felt a little bit hopeless. Luckily for me, my brother, who was my real estate broker at the time, had recently become a life coach as well. And he went to work on me and boy, did I need it. One of the first things that he did was challenge me to start looking for those things that I was grateful for each day. And as I began making that a daily practice, holy cow, it was like my eyes were opened again. I will never forget driving one morning to our sales meeting. It was about 20 minutes away. And as I drove, I prayed a prayer of gratitude. I love to pray in the car. I don't know about you guys, but I love just turning my my radio off and having it quiet in my car. And yeah, my eyes are open as I'm driving, but I just love to talk to God in those moments when I have time in the car. And as I said this prayer, I was overcome with joy as I drove. Tears were flowing down my face as I realized how much I still had, how much I'd been blessed with, how beautiful this world was. I remember looking at the clouds and the mountains. I just started crying and I couldn't stop. I felt so much love, so much peace descend upon me. I remember I walked into my meeting and makeup streaming down my face and they were like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, no, for the first time in months, I feel like things are right. Things are good. It was just such a profound experience. I remember it just like it was yesterday. I felt my cold heart melt under the warmth of God's generous love. Dieter F. Uchtdorf said that gratitude is one of the most important human virtues and one of the most common human deficiencies. Gratitude does not develop without effort. A thankful heart is not only the greatest virtue, but the parent of all other virtues. Oh, I am a believer in this. Gratitude isn't just a nice sentiment. It has a profound effect on our mental health and our physical health and our overall well-being. There have been numerous studies that have shown that practicing gratitude is vitally important for our mental health and its effects on our brain and our body. So today we're going to touch on eight ways that gratitude improves our lives just really quickly. Number one, it improves our mood and our emotional well-being. When we focus on things we're thankful for, what happens in our brain is that it releases neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin, which are often referred to as like feel-good chemicals. These are the ones that we enjoy feeling in our bodies. These chemicals help improve our mood. They reduce our stress. They promote emotional well-being. And I could add, they're calorie-free, right? We don't have to eat that whole pan of brownies to feel good, practicing gratitude instead. Okay. Number two, gratitude helps reduce stress and anxiety by expressing our gratitude. It's been shown to lower our cortisol levels and cortisol is that stress hormone that, um, really spikes. It causes us to lose sleep. It causes us to gain weight. 
When we acknowledge the positive aspects of our lives, we shift our focus away from negative thoughts and worries. And this shift in mindset really creates a sense of calm, a calmness in our lives that we don't feel without it. Okay. Number three, gratitude practices have been associated with improved sleep quality. Well, we already touched on one of the reasons because our cortisol levels are lower, but when we count our blessings before bedtime, it helps us calm the mind. It promotes relaxation. It makes it easier to fall asleep and and experience more restorative sleep, that deeper sleep that we all want. Okay. Number four, we have increased resilience. Regularly practicing gratitude can enhance our ability to cope with challenging life situations and setbacks. Who doesn't need this, right? We all are experiencing some challenges right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care how good your life looks through coaching. I have experienced that even the best put together looking lives are messy. We all have our stuff. Grateful people tend to have a more positive outlook on life, which contributes to greater resilience in the struggles we face. That is a resilience that we all need. That's a a skill that we can all build. Okay. Number five, it strengthens our relationships. When we express gratitude toward others, it strengthens social bonds. It fosters a sense of connectedness. When we show appreciation and acknowledge the kindness of others, it enhances our relationships. It creates that positive social support system. When we appreciate the people that we love, it bonds us together. They say that appreciation is the number one emotion that people want to feel. We want to feel appreciated and giving that appreciation to others feels amazing too. So be sure that you're expressing that appreciation. What's the last thing your partner did for you? Or do you have your kids surprised you lately? Or do you notice the small things that they do to contribute or make your life better? Notice them, acknowledge them, say thank you. Okay. Number six, gratitude enhances brain function. This yummy emotion has been found to stimulate the prefrontal cortex. And if any of you follow me, you know, this is where the magic happens in that prefrontal cortex, that area of the brain responsible for decision-making, emotion regulating, cognitive processing, and choosing intentionally, right? We want to use this part of our brain to create, to create what we want in our lives. So using gratitude This leads to improved cognitive function in that prefrontal cortex. It increases our focus. It creates better decision-making abilities. So important, hugely important. All right. Number seven, it increases our empathy and our altruism. Gratitude is so closely related to feelings of empathy and compassion. When we feel thankful, we're more likely to exhibit pro-social behaviors we're able to engage in acts of kindness, which further contribute to our overall well-being. We want, when we feel grateful and we acknowledge all the blessings that we have, we feel like our cup is full. We're, we're, we have the desire to share with others more. And in sharing and giving of ourselves, again, we get to feel those yummy feelings of gratitude and thanks and plenty. Okay, number eight. 
physical health benefits. This is so crucial. I can't stress this enough. The positive effects of gratitude extend far beyond our mental health. Studies have shown that practicing gratitude is associated with a strengthened immune system, lower blood pressure, and reduced inflammation, all of which contribute to better overall physical health. I honestly can't think of a better tool than gratitude to shift our focus toward the positive aspects of our lives. So for today's challenge, I want you to take a moment and write 10 things that you are supremely grateful for. This won't take you more than five minutes. Please do this. As you write them, say them out loud, feel the gratitude of each one. Then I want you to notice how you feel after writing them. Have you noticed a shift in your emotion? Do you notice a shift in your mood, in your feelings? And then finally, consider what else might change in your life. If you made gratitude a daily practice, what would be different? How would your life look different? How would it feel different? Take a moment to journal that. Think about it, consider it, and really write down your answers. It's really telling if you ask yourself, if I could feel this way every day, what would change? Okay. I'm going to leave you with another favorite quote by William Arthur Ward. He said, gratitude can transform common days into Thanksgiving, turn routine jobs into joy and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. This is just so true. Take five minutes today. Make sure you complete this step of your challenge. Here's what I know to be true. By incorporating a regular practice of gratitude and focusing on the positive aspects of life, we can rewire our brains. This is what I'm all about. I'm going to talk to you about rewiring your brain over and over again. And it's so necessary if we want to experience the greatest joy we can in this life. So focusing on those positive aspects will help us rewire our brains. It will reduce our stress. It will improve our emotional regulation. We can strengthen our relationships and this will lead to healthier and happier lives. So give it a try and please join me tomorrow for day three of our challenge. As we dive into reconnecting with yourself and one final thing, can I make a request? If you're enjoying the podcast, would you please do me a huge favor and leave me a five-star review? It just takes a moment and it's hugely important in getting my podcast into the hands of more midlife women who want to make their lives amazing too. I so appreciate it. Have a wonderful day, my friends. Hey, if you are ready to get unstuck and make your midlife amazing, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And I want to invite you to join my Empty Nest Academy, where you will learn how to transform your mind, your relationships, and your life. Come free yourself of regret and disappointment and be so much happier. Listen, sis, we've got one shot at this big, beautiful life. Let's make it amazing. Go to janecopier.com, that's J-A-N-E-C-O-P-I-E-R.com and sign up today. And if you're not sure what's right for you, book a free consultation with me and we'll talk it over together and we'll make sure to get you on the path that serves you the best. See you inside.